I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Not unlike European Jews who watch the world close in on them slowly, perhaps barely perceptibly, as the start at the start of Nazism, colored people in the South would first react in denial and disbelief to the rise in hysteria, then helpless to stop it, attempt a belated resistance not knowing and not able to imagine how far the supremacists would go the outcomes for both groups were widely divergent one suffering unspeakable loss and genocide the other enduring enduring nearly a century of apartheid pogroms and mob executions but the hatreds and fears that led both assaults were not dissimilar and rallied and relied on arousing the passions of of the indifferent to mount uh so complete an attack the south began acting in outright defiance of the 14th amendment in 1868 which granted the right to due process and equal protection to anyone born in the united states and they ignored the 15th amendment in eight of 1880 which guaranteed all men the right to vote politicians began writing these anti-black sentiments all the way to the governor's mansions throughout the south and to seats in the u.s senate it is necessary if it is necessary every negro in the state will be lynched james k vardaman the white supremacy candidate in the 1903 mississippi governor's race declared he saw no reason for blacks to go to school the only effect of negro education he said is to spoil a good field hand and make an insolent cook mississippi voted vardaman into the governor's office and later sent him to the u.s senate all the while newspapers are giving black violence top billing the most breathless outrage reserved for any rumor of black male indiscretion towards a white woman all but guaranteeing a lynching sheriff's deputies mysteriously found themselves unable to prevent the abduction of a black suspect from a jail cell house a jailhouse cell uh newspapers alerted readers to the time and place of an upcoming lynching in spectacles that often went on for hours black men and women were routinely tortured and mutilated then hanged or burned alive all before festive crowds of as many as several thousand white citizens children in tow hoisted on their father's shoulders to get a better view hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen i guess yeah i'm here yeah are we back (laughs) we back on their ass for black history yes we is Mm mm-hmm um but yeah you can you can find us on itunes the stitcher podomatic just search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball the bullet ball extreme um and uh that excerpt is from the warmth of other sons um which you guys know i i actually finished reading earlier this uh, uh earlier last month so like one book down all right i'm counting it uh by isabel uh wilkerson um but yeah so uh that's one of those things where i think people um i love how that starts off with the comparison of the jewish um uh the holocaust that hatred comes from the same place yeah it's all it's all stems from the same place and how often we don't really see black people thought about in the terms that we think about you know jewish people and other people that survive like you know extreme torture and genocide because in so many cases we've had to occupy this land that with our captors and tormentors you know and you know a hundred year long apartheid i love that description of you know everything from jim crow to the civil rights movement you know and one could argue still to this day yes sir um 
so yeah and then also um i think what i find to be interesting is how those politicians rose to, at the time were overt white supremacists that rose to power mm-hmm. through not even mincing words just literally we want to lynch every black person um we don't want any black people to go to school you know these things and how to me that still echoes a lot of the sentiments that allowed you know donald trump and the people that support donald trump to be elected to this day you know i I feel like maybe they use more coded language and stuff but right a lot of the uh sentiments are still kind of the same a lot of the demagoguery of uh not like you as a white man and the encroaching uh threat of anything other than whiteness uh is considered uh a rallying cry for their voters you know um whether it's the mexicans and the and and the brown people coming from the border whether it's we can't you know we can't let uh people from quote unquote shithole countries in um whether it's the threat of terrorism even when it's people fleeing from their own genocide right like there you know there's all of this um there's all of this happening at once and i feel like um the playbook is very much the same very much still alive 117 years later um not not that much has changed when it comes to the tactics to motivate the white vote no because when it comes to white supremacy whiteness wants to protect itself and that hatred of other has always been there and it's something that certain parts of the country try to act like everybody was a fucking kumbaya fucking down south no white people was there racism racism was there you know the same things that the south had to deal with other parts of the country had to deal with it too you know i mean it's one of those things when you go up north you know they have subsections you know this is chinatown this is the jewish area like that's segregation and and racism had to had to fucking had something to do with that you know people act like you know just because they're used to it and they're accustomed to it that racism had nothing to do with it because this was just the way it was but that's not so you know and then you know you go out to the to, to the west coast you have areas that black and brown and mexican and latino people have they're now getting gingified and taken away from them you know you go back to the trail of tears like 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 this is something that 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 is not new white people going fuck your laws is not new white people going we don't care because the racism and the hatred that we have in our heart towards our fellow towards our other brother men is greater than than um us actually saying it's all right because if we say it's all right we have to admit that we're equal if we say it's okay we have to admit that black and brown and these other people are actually citizens we we have to admit the flaws we have to admit that america is is this fucked up place just like everywhere else in the world that's why here in america it's real easy for us to count out other people's racism you know even here in america we have you know uh museums and all types of shit about uh jewish people which we've had for a very long time you know but when it comes to black people we've had those but it wasn't until they built the big big one up in dc that everybody was like oh my gosh oh my gosh i can't believe this happened to the negroes yes bitch yes bitch but you know when it comes to jewish stuff it's never forget never forget never forget they are raised 
and they they are like hey this shit can happen again they teach their children this shit can happen again it's ingrained in them this shit can happen again yeah you know what i find funny is uh you have people say stuff like uh you know i'm sick of slavery movies i'm sick of uh, why how come black people always got to have movies about slavery you know how many fucking world war ii holocaust movies come out every fucking year to applause to know no we're tired of this we don't want to remember this anymore why how come every movie gotta be they don't even that there's not even an outcry against these movies nope. because the importance of that history is known the important we are taught that shit in our schools and our classes and you're not taught to be ashamed of it or you know this is some mandatory shit that we're just giving you the bare minimum of no nah, they're like listen this is a horrible fucking thing and there's no way to look at it as not horrible but you know why we're able to teach that in america because america got to, gets to paint themselves as the saviors in that situation right there's no saviors for slavery you know there's no american repentance there's no american um restoration okay like even with um jewish people in the holocaust you know they were given reparations you know there's there's no reparation coming for black people so you end up with these with this shame attached to our history and to the atrocities that we endured as if we should be ashamed as if we shouldn't be teaching our kids this stuff and i love how you brought up that you know jewish people teach their kids like to be vigilant this shit can come back this shit is not over yeah you never assume it's all good and yet you know it feels like a large part of our 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 black experience is one of well look let's just pretend it's all good and it'll go away let's ignore it and then it won't happen it won't happen again or just go out there and don't you know keep your head down and don't worry about it and um i i think you know that vigilance is something that you know a lot of people it is and i'm not saying you're required to like go out here with a protest shirt on but i just mean like that vigilance of learning and knowing your history learning and knowing what happened matters because as much as we are the descendants of the people who were lynched the descendants of the people who sat on the shoulders of their fathers are here too right you know so it's not you know it's a never-ending um situation and i don't think we can just uh lightly brush that shit off no no you can't and it's one of those things if people pay close attention a lot of jewish people are like hey y'all this nazi shit we're not here for it hey y'all like uh my great 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 grandparent died no to nazis pop them niggas in the face fuck them like and everybody out like nah nah it's okay no it's not okay to them and it shouldn't be okay to you either you know because they can stop with the jews fuck no it spreads to everybody that's othered everybody it's a fucking disease and it's a disease that need to be eradicated and killed but it's one of those things where you see a body getting sick and america like we all right <coughs> we all right <coughs> Yeah, we might be bleeding, but we all right. It's like this, the, the, getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And instead of people acting, it's people being like, hey, this action needs to be corrected. This needs to be fixed. It's covering it up. It's sugarcoating. And also, the thing about here in America, for black people, black people used to be, it can happen again. It can happen again. It can happen. We used to be like that. We, like, we really used to be like that. And then it was something that changed. 
i don't know if it was a generational thing i don't know if we quote unquote got our freedoms i don't know if people got quote unquote too uppity and safe i don't know what happened but something happened where black people as a totality was like oh it's all right no now i'm ashamed of this you know now um um you make me feel bad about about the shit that you did to me it was a change or a switch and it was like for a lot of people they felt like this was the most freedom we would ever have here and the thing is if all of us ain't free ain't none of us free and i say that and i mean that and the thing is the the the, the people that that a lot of black people look down on mexicans latinos and, and even native americans we were treated this same way so it's amazing to me how we can quote unquote turn a blind eye and be just as racist as the white people when it comes to to, to certain classes and groups of people because we quote unquote think we've made it to the other side there's no such thing as the other side because you're not white they will turn on you too and remind you very quickly where you belong and you don't belong over there yep butterfly in the sky i could go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can't go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can't be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow oh yeah speaking of which um this saturday coming up this saturday if you're in the charlotte mecklenburg area uh we're going to the library y'all we're going to a library yeah we're gonna be at the university library um from 2 to 4 p.m um and we're gonna be doing like a podcast in a little like quiet room kind of area um don't worry I, i've been told we don't have to be quiet it's for adults <laughs> it's, it's for adults so we are like technically allowed to like talk about adult things and um and cursing stuff I, I probably won't be but Mm-mm. um you know our girl alicia who we went to high school with mm-hmm. uh she's gonna be there we're gonna be interviewing her uh she works for the library so we'll be talking about you know library public resources black history maybe we'll play some games yeah, i don't know i know all the librarians got excited that was like woohoo yes yeah, so. <laughs> i can hear it in your hearts um so yeah man show up you know i'll put the link in the show notes um we'd love to see all the all the local people that haven't met us yet or that have met us and just want to see us again again. we will be bringing stickers okay uh i already scoped out the room and stuff so you get to get like a little live podcast exclusive uh and you get to get some uh hang out with us and have some fun and mm-hmm. have some stickers and prizes and, and and all that stuff man so which library uh university I, uh, I said it before i'll say it again university library okay university uh the, the north side of charlotte so we'll be there from two to four saturday february 8th link will be in the show notes uh and uh we should also have time for questions too if people have questions we'll, we'll take questions from the audience so yeah man we're really looking forward to it and uh we hope that you guys uh show up and show out yes. we'll be sending out reminders we'll be putting it on our social media mm-hmm. uh places for you guys to click and and come check us out um we love to see you out there man we uh, so 
let us know what's up all right and uh oh wait yeah shit actually we got one more thing to talk about too before we get started guys it's that time of the year one of my favorite times of the year everybody's like black history month which is cool i love black history month but it's also valentine's that's right valentine's happy valentine's everybody do you like free stuff i do i think it's the best but free stuff that will ignite your valentine's day is even better check this out when you go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item you can get 50 percent off of that one item which is amazing by itself but what about all this other free stuff well you can enter the exclusive code of tbgwt not only do you get 50 percent off of one item you also get 10 tantalizing free gifts first for your viewing pleasure you get six free adults movies next a free mystery pack that includes an item for him and a special toy for her and something we know you'll both enjoy plus free shipping now that's a lot of free valentine stuff so head on over to adamandeve.com and be sure to enter code tbgwt again that's tbgwt because without it there won't be no free valentine stuff i mean don't you like free valentine stuff? i thought we said this go over there and pick you out some sexy lingerie or uh you know adult movie uh like on blu-ray or something you know use that ps4 and that xbox okay i'm just trying to help you out get yourself some handcuffs get yourself some blindfolds okay so a bunch of stuff in there that can enhance your valentines okay so yo adamandeve.com code tbgwt to get all your free needs met oh man so we took a week off hey baby yes karen um for some reason they're not hearing music i don't know why they weren't hearing the music oh Mm-mm. shit i know why because i didn't hit this button oh uh, y'all missed out on all the dope music it was a <laughs> lot of sexy music going on right there thanks karen for waiting till the end to tell me i didn't want to uh, interrupt you in the no rain. no no i said thank you okay thank you um but yeah uh, the music was so sexy y'all y'all missed it I, I it was real sexy here you go guys it was, it was body rolling that mean they didn't hear reading rainbow either well, they just they did the, all, all they heard was us uh doing acapella, acapella. Mm. y'all heard acapella i was killing it now y'all in the chat can see who the real is oh I, I guess maybe even on the other version because i had a button pressed down mm. oh well <laughs> y'all got music now y'all got vocals today <laughs> all the vocals um all right so we took that week off uh, a lot of stuff happened we just really needed to refresh and recharge our batteries plus we did i made a commitment to try to take that week off every month and you know i feel like i've been sticking to it pretty good and uh yeah it was it was cool we, the only thing we did last week is uh i did a balls d sports with justin and karen and yes we we talked about we did the pregame then we did balls deep and ballsy sports we did talk about kobe so if you want to know our thoughts on kobe passing away and stuff the whole episode was about him and and gg and uh all the the loss and entailed and all of that stuff um so you know it was only right to, to kind of put it out there um 
but obviously rest in peace uh to everybody who uh passed away on that helicopter that was mm-hmm. you know that was the thing like that morning we were like we're not doing the show and i was like let's just take the week off and then that happened i was like man i'm glad i took that week off i don't want to talk yeah, about that's this. what i said you know so you know rest in peace to them um and then i'm trying to think what well there's a bunch of other shit that happened this this week too but um we'll get into that in news um and and that basically was just the main thing and i'm like i said it was one of those things where the month had been a lot and you know when mama passed anything kobe passed it, it, it was just uh a lot and even with the um ceremonial thing they get i couldn't watch it it was just too much mm-hmm. uh for me personally i was okay till i wasn't okay i know that might sound weird like i was like, oh, okay then all of a sudden i wasn't okay <laughs> now i think a lot of people had that reaction you know justin was crying in here during the the, the episode i think um you know I, 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 it's been crazy i actually wrote something about it so uh on my medium page um i wrote i'll try to remember to link it to the show notes but i wrote about kobe's passing and what it means to like people that kind of love the game of basketball you know and i try not to talk too much about the sexual assault stuff um only because i don't necessarily feel like it's my place and also i typically try to stay away from well i mean it's like that thing i understand when someone dies people are gonna many times say like the most fucked up thing you ever did or the worst decision you ever made or whatever you know that's kind of what people do um i think what i saw that was interesting was people pushing back against that specifically for kobe and not just men or some shit they're like a bunch of people that are like yo i just don't care about fucking women and whatever that it wasn't that there are people that are like i'm a sexual assault survivor and i feel like this dude for the most part redeemed himself this is a guy who you know uh turned his entire fucking life around and then dedicated like in addition to taking owning up and taking responsibility for what he did he also dedicated his life to uplifting women and all this stuff and you know what not for me to say who's redeemed and who's not i don't think there's any way one person can say that it's kind of an individual thing and then it kind of leaks into a societal thing but that's depends on what part of society you listen to right correct um but what it made me thankful for was the fact that when shit like this happened in the past i have been one of these people that i i, I really strive to try to be honest rather than to try to be sensationalistic or rather than to try to be like with the wave of whatever everybody's saying on social media and so when we've had situations in the past we've had to talk about people passing and shit like that you know there's been times where i'm like you know judge alito dies and i'm like fuck him dude's a terrible person is what the what redeemable thing could there possibly have been if people are worried about their family and shit i don't care you know what i mean i don't have that relationship with that so i try to be honest about that shit but there's also been times where i feel like the harshness and the meanness of of what the internet has become has turned into this like how do we dunk on people for being nice for being cordial for being human you know when people were mad that ellen took a picture with fucking or sat in a and watched a game with george w bush i was like no i'm not doing this with y'all right you can do that that's fine i can't control you but i I, i'm gonna be i would be a fucking liar if i sat there and said i saw that picture and was like 
running around in disgust i wasn't saying i was like okay yeah people do shit like that right uh you know like like that like there there's a certain level to this thing where i don't expect these people to be avatars for my fucking beliefs Mm-mm. they're they're not i don't require that of them because they're their own human beings their own set of beliefs and their own set of obligations if we're being honest and because i wasn't mad when michelle obama handed this nigga some candy and they was giggling Mm-mm. i'm not gonna pretend to be mad at ellen because she's a white woman and it's easier to be mad at her right. um and i, I think that kind of impulse though of joining in with the gang of like we 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 tearing people down it makes people it brings out the worst and what happens is every once in a while something happens to someone that makes you want to go whoa 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 let's put some brakes on this thing and kobe for a lot of people was the guy that they wanted to put some brakes on it the shit don't break you know what i'm saying so i don't want to hop on the the bandwagon with these motherfuckers every time somebody dies with what about this and then you get to see the hypocrisy of people you get to see people you know that where their line seems to curve a little bit right it's white women uh with david bowie avatars talking about this motherfucker was a rapist you know it's that thing you know it's it's people that worship uh biggie and tupac you know saying how you know triple x tentation or xxx temptation was, was such a you know what a horrible person why i can't believe anyone ever fucked with him blah blah and i'm like dog everybody need to allow themselves and other people a little bit of the grace you allow yourself you need to be looking at other people with that agreed you know but i'm glad that i like sometimes i say shit like that on the show and i'm like you know I, I know it's annoying to the super duper like we always riding all the time people but real talk it i i'm glad that i i said the shit i said at the time about that dude so that i could be like yeah and that's how that's why people feel like with this kobe shit you liked him for what you knew of him as a celebrity right and so now you feel like why are we being so harsh you know but these motherfuckers you don't know or don't like it's easier to just be harsh you know and i would i would urge everybody to examine that harsh impulse inside of you is it always right is it always the right thing to do you know i think people should think about this shit don't just jump don't just jump in because everybody else is jumping you know off the off the mic a while back karen said something really profound she was like uh the internet has allowed all of us to be kind of like these performative narcissists and if you guys uh remember some of the stages and tactics of narcissists i mean that is very present in just how the internet works right how social media works whether it's the love bombing of oh you're my favorite you're the best i fucking love you i retweet everything you do i stand for you you're the greatest i fucking you're the best i didn't hear of you till today and you're now my new i want everything good for you i want to be like you right not necessarily a negative thing but also is that healthy to just i didn't know who megan the stallion was till three minutes ago and now i fucking want a megan the stallion tattoo right okay cool but then the first time that person does something that you don't agree with the first part time they 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 reveal that maybe they're not on the same uh political spectrums and ideals as you or whatever well now we've done all this projecting onto them to be one thing 
they let us down by being human and now they got to be another thing right so you know uh megan Thee stallion comes out and says you know i love capitalism or some shit well since you have uh bought every book on socialism you gotta say fuck megan or 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 you have to like quote unquote hold her accountable even though she doesn't know who the fuck you are you know friends hold people accountable strangers don't do shit but it's it's like okay cool i'm i'm now i'm I'm on her mentions hey you can't be saying this blah blah blah. fuck you essentially right and then there's this like discarding of people right this this unfriend block unfollow quote-unquote cancel that people talk about and it's very much a performative like look at me shun you you look at look at us gang up on you all of these impulses are not necessarily healthy and participating in this shit i think people don't think about the cost of it until it is somebody that they don't maybe they don't realize i've come around on this person you know some of the main people i saw holding shit against kobe are the like restorative justice uh prison abolition type motherfuckers well for some people that talk about we don't need prison we need forgiveness we need to allow people to to move on we need to to applaud when people do better and let them reintegrate into society y'all niggas don't forget or forgive shit i don't know how the fuck both of these impulses are supposed to work you know i people don't like when i make the fucking uh some people don't like when i make the example because it's somebody that we all for the most part collectively dislike but when people bring up uh Nicki minaj being married to a dude who's a, a former uh, for, uh convicted rapist mm-hmm. people people always like why is she with this dude and my whole thing is like so if he did the crime and did the time and he's not doing that shit anymore are we able to so is that the unforgivable crime and if so then why are we saying well kobe it was different all this shit is complicated all this shit is layered all this shit is nuanced none of this shit is so black and white these rules seem to change based on how much we know and love you how much we appreciate your work and your talent and stuff like that how much you let people inside i don't have the answers for all this shit but i'm just happy to be able to say like consistently because i don't have the answers the only thing i got is me being honest and you know uh and I don't mean this as like some badge of honor, but I didn't cry over Kobe. Maybe I will one day. Maybe I never will. But it it did. But it but I still felt that loss, and I felt the sadness from all the people around me. And I also saw the predictable discourse of, well, what about this this sexual assault? How you gonna how y'all gonna mourn a man who did that? You know. And I saw people who typically participate in that trying to reconcile with it and writing their think pieces and their Twitter threads and their Facebook posts to try to like figure out like why it was okay for them. And my question is like, okay, well now figure out why it's okay for other people sometimes. You know, use that impulse to to expand some of your compassion, expand some of your forgiveness, to expand some of your empathy for other people that's what i would encourage folks to do man don't just stop with yourself don't just be myopic and violate these rules that you these arbitrary rules you made for everyone but yourself think about it be a little more gentle when people are sad for some motherfucker that you hate you know it's 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 something to think about i'm not saying there's nobody i'm I'm sure you know fucking there's, there's motherfuckers i'm sure i would party on if they died tomorrow you know 
but then that also is the reason i didn't say a single fucking word to anybody talking about all he was was a rapist to me hey you know what dog what can i tell you because lord knows that like to me it's a big difference but when r kelly dies or bill Cosby dies i'm not gonna be sitting around feeling bad about the shit you know what i mean so like to some people that's what the fuck he represented i don't i'm not those people and i don't have to fucking engage with those people i don't need to defend this man's legacy or not you know i was a big fan of his basketball player and i thought he became a a really dope person off the court but i'd be damned if i'm about to spend all my energy you know investing in arguing with motherfuckers online about it so yeah it was just a lot of a whole week of i'm glad i was able to observe the whole week before talking same and and it's a lot where it allows you to process things i think the biggest thing for me not only when it comes to kobe but when it comes to celebrities period and we talked about this i don't want to lose my humanity getting swept up in all the bullshit online a lot of i think a lot of people have lost their humanity they've lost their compassion towards other human beings and i don't i refuse to lose that about myself (laughs) i want to continue to have nuance i want to to continue to have grace i want to continue to have mercy towards other people that aren't like me and don't look like me and that i have this feeling to protect you know um like you say everybody we're we're complex creatures so everybody has like that one person where you you just be like fuck them you know but at the same time even though you feel like that it doesn't mean that other people feel the same way that you do it's a choice you have to make every day and like one of the things too about the kobe situation i realized was a lot of people are angry Mm -hmm. at the horrible suddenness and unfairness of death right this thing in our minds his life played out a certain way for us he was supposed to be an elder statesman he was supposed to be a guy begrudgingly you know uh watching as everybody passed his records or enthusiastically as he turned out to be in real life but he was supposed to be here and especially his daughter was supposed to be here and so it fucked with everybody it fucked with us everyone got mad that's why you got people walking around acting like that woman said niggers purposely on national television right while reporting on his death everyone with a rational fucking mind knows that's ridiculous correct you know that didn't happen but you were so upset there is no rational mind at that moment you know what i mean we're 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 fucking mad someone needs to pay right and then i think even for the people who were this is just my belief system and maybe i'm wrong i'll accept that even for the people who wanted to limit him to hey only thing he ever was in life to me was a rapist even those people i think were mad agreed because of the horrible unfairness of his death he was even supposed to be here for you to hate forever right and now he's gone his i saw people partying like there weren't other people in that fucking helicopter like how about you calm down stop trying to get that viral tweet off how about you sit this one out for a second champ right like so because of that you were okay with little kids dying that was you don't like him that much right no shut the fuck up you don't have to be the first one to say anything you have to show up to the wake and piss on everybody you can just shut the fuck up but you know what they were really upset about is that other people were grieving this man because they saw him as more than that correct because so many people's power is dedicated to limiting human beings Mm -hmm. who are bigger than fucking thimbles right they are Mm -hmm. so 
dedicated to limiting people to just this is all they are and that's where they feel their own power comes from so that shit was lost yeah because people had for once in the fucking and for once in a blue moon everybody had to stop faking it you know what i mean this is like my true belief there's a lot of it's one of the reasons i've backed off of just a lot of social media a lot of interacting with people i don't know and shit a lot of you know i don't really i've never done celebrity worship really but i backed away from a lot of that shit because it's it's so fake once people understood that social media was something that was like it can become a revenue stream it could become a way to be famous it could once they figured that out people started being fake yes and so his death was so unexpected people slipped up and got off brand and they couldn't be fake for a week it got too real and you saw people really being like i'm fucked up off of this i didn't even like this dude as a player and i'm fucked up you know i can't believe this happened wow i my whole fucking existence is shitting on men and and how they ain't nothing and you know every man is trash and here's a guy who's an admitted sexual assaulter and here i am going i'm sad for him i'm sad for his family i'm the same person that just told y'all fuck uh fuck john mccain anybody who loved his ass i'm the same person that just told y'all you know um you know fuck fuck xx temptation and here i am crying over a flawed man and because of the immediacy of social media people were able to relay those thoughts and it was a collective moment it got too real you couldn't fake it you know and this this is the kind of stuff that just doesn't happen that often where you can where you have a moment like this you know and the people that will try to go through the motions and do that archival like look at where he fucked up shit people was like hey man fuck you i don't want to hear that right now correct for the first time in a long time people got fucking real you know you just couldn't wipe this away as i don't know anybody like this so fuck you you know and so you know men came up to me and told me they cried mm-hmm. grown-ass men i'm playing basketball with these dudes four five times a week Talking about man i cried i was i was so fucked up over this men these men don't talk about shit like that period not with me but that's how people were hurt and i think if nothing else comes from that moment um i wish that i wish people could keep the reality of not faking that shit i wish we could keep that you, we won't i'm sure people are already back to back to normal. normal but but i really wish people could do that for a second because so much shit people just pretend is black and white and if you have a little bit of understanding you can keep your convictions you can keep your morality and still be like but i have my empathy you can do that it's not it's not one or the other but it feels like that's how it is people yeah and also i know for me personally i understand how you know people feel about certain people and i think for me i had to look within myself and ask myself why so many people don't ask themselves why does kanye west make you mad why does kim kardashian make you mad why does taylor swift make you mad why when certain people come up there's just a rage a flame that just strikes within you that makes you mad you know is it because you've had this collective uh, uh support system of people that fucking hate him so you felt like hey i got to be over here with them or is it because these people have done something directly to you to impact your life i'm not saying they have fucked up i'm not saying um that they are perfect i'm not saying that at all but for some people 
if they fucking breathe hard you hear them fucking shouting all over the timeline there's something within you ask yourself why am i angry is there something broken in my life is there some hurt and pain in my life that i need to address do i need to 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 talk to my husband and my wife or my spouse or my kids do i need to 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 get something right with inside of me because there's something with with inside of me a hurt a pain there's something that's causing me to lash out and i don't know how to fix it so in order for me to fix it i'll take my pain and i project it towards something else so i don't have to look within to fix the things that's within me some people want to fix themselves and some people don't if you don't there's nothing i can do for you but if you really want to want to find out why I feel like this all the time. Why am I always mad or angry or upset? You know, those are real questions. And people that ask themselves that and people that have uh have an understanding of why because sometimes why is not easy sometimes it might take you a while to get to why sometimes you might need therapy sometimes you might need to see a psychologist psychiatrist sometimes you might need to get on medication you know but though but those are things that, that actually guess what you have to change some, something but it's easier for you to go you you change you fix it you do whatever you need to do to make me happy and please me when that's not the cause root or the problem the problem is that you need to change and that's work and a lot of people are lazy they don't want to work they're rather project then actually take the time to fix the things within themselves so for me personally i had to ask myself you know why was i had this this anger in my heart towards bernie sanders why did i have this anger in my heart towards uh leading leading dunham i know i tear her name up but that woman you know why did i have that 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 anger in my heart and i had to get to the root of the problem the root of the problem wasn't them they've never done anything to me the root of the problem was their fans and the people that supported them was so fucking over the top and goddamn whack that it drove me insane and so uh because uh of the people around them i said fuck them and then fuck you too you know but you shouldn't do that you know because those individual people have done nothing to you you know so i had to question myself i'm just keeping it real and ask myself why do i feel like this some of y'all have fought with taylor swift fans some of y'all don't fought with people that you know love kim k and 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 kanye west y'all fight with these people all the time and y'all think well since i'm fighting with these people all the time everybody must feel the same way i do and that's not true that's not true at all you know and also what i realized is that once i looked and um started um analyzing shit and 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 uh, going through and being truthful with myself and not lying to myself and being real and the biggest thing particularly even with this kobe shit the biggest thing uh people are afraid of is sitting in their motherfucking feelings sometimes you got to sit in your goddamn feelings sometimes you got to let the pain come you got to let the tears come you got to let the anger come you got to let the sadness come that you got to let it come and sit in it and face it and look at it eye to eye and be like hey what can i do to get rid of this but we live in a society where everything is a dopamine fixing how high can i get how good can i feel versus you know everything can't be a high sometimes in life there's some lows baby but the thing about the lows you fix the lows you get the lows together you can have more highs and it'll be a true high not a temporary fix that can temporarily soothe the pain because you know what twitter and facebook and all this stuff yes it is a fix and yes you temporarily feel better but when you log off when you turn off your phone and log off all those feelings come back they come back they don't disappear they don't go away just because you're um not online so you know i i i i am not telling y'all anything that i haven't done and 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 looked at 
myself so now i'm like eh, it is what it is with a lot of people you know i i'm i can have a little bit more compassion and more understanding and and i know a lot of times it makes people mad and upset and they write to the show asking you know why don't we fucking burn everything down because we see them as human beings just like we see you as a human being you person you're a human being too you're flawed too guess what everybody got fucked up family members everybody does everybody got family members that that that, that aren't woke and, and and they don't know the right words and the right things to say everybody got family members you know in some way shape or form some of them got family members that been to jail committed murders actually has sexually assaulted children a lot of us have these family members and we're connected to them but for some reason we're supposed to we have compassion for these people we have sympathy for these people why because i am related to them they look like me well then why don't you extend the same compassion you get to your family members you don't kick your family members away you know some people do now don't get me wrong but a lot of you don't let's keep it real a lot of you don't put your family members out the front door just because they fucked up and sometimes you fucked up and guess what your family members didn't put you out the front door either and so i understand that i'm flawed i understand that i'm not perfect i understand that i will never be perfect i understand that i'm constantly growing i i understand this and you need to understand this too we're all evolving we all should be striving to be better people we should but you like you say it's that thing where i'm stuck so since i'm stuck i'm going to be sure that you're stuck and you never grow i'm not growing in my life i'm angry so every time you do something I'm, I'm i'm going to make a middle note so i can constantly bring it up well like i've said before most of us of the older people we don't have the internet we don't have like uh tiktok and social media and all this shit to actually go back and review like a tape every fucking thing we did we don't have that and because we don't have that we can fake the funk and play the game like we're absolutely fucking perfect but you're not go down your memory lane and in, 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 in your in your mind and remember that's the thing sometimes we have a tendency to, rem- to to not remember you know that's why sometimes some parents are very harsh on their children you know they deal with social media all day then they turn around they lash at their kids but you know what you have to remember you were a child one time too you fucked up too you know so i, I think for me that's why I, I have a lot of compassion i'm glad we took this week off because it gave me time to reflect more and look within myself more yeah i think also um hitting on a couple of things you said um they concentrate on changing these celebrities by quote unquote holding them accountable with their open letters and petitions and shit that they'll never see they concentrate on that because they can't change themselves right or the shit change changing yourself is harder than being like i'm better than so-and-so because i said that this celebrity is stupid right i'm better than this dude i'm better than this person and i'm not saying that these people don't say stupid shit i'm not saying you can't grandstand or or be like yo this is fucked up that's not what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but i think the total cost of essentially being rewarded for narcissistic behavior like people keep saying like people use the term narcissist too much everybody can't be a narcissist and i you know i've been thinking about i'm like maybe everybody's not a diagnosed you know malignant Mm -hmm. narcissist right obviously not right Right. that's that's a very rare circumstance most people aren't that but but there's levels to it but but we have the tools to be narcissists Mm -hmm. and social media behavior is literally rewarding narcissistic behavior it's telling you that following somebody and their every single move is is cool it's telling you essentially cyber stalking these people is cool it's telling you the second that they do something you don't like reach out because you can contact them reach out and let them know i didn't like the thing you said i didn't like the thing you did you know you can't just let them to be human like you are right um 
keep in mind it's not necessarily a reciprocal relationship they don't know who the fuck you are or what you do you could be killing babies in your fucking you know off time they don't know Mm-mm. so you can project your image which is another thing narcissists do they're very much about projecting an image out to other people about what they look like and how many that's everyone now yes it is right it's your instagram selfies it's uh you know let me take a trip let me take a picture of this vacation i took let me take a picture of you know i lost some weight and let me take a picture let me take a picture of these clothes fit well you know we're not taking pictures of ourselves you know it disheveled or sitting around on the couch with cheetos on our chest Mm-mm. that's not what that shit is for so you know we kind of have subconsciously i believe fed into this this thing and of course you know the ganging up with people that don't like someone when you don't like them the you know kind of harassment that people do not of just celebrities but of each other because at this point aren't we all someone's celebrities isn't everybody who follows everybody kind of in some weird way someone like we're treating Somebody's them like a gold we're treating them not not like a gold but no like a product like a product yeah, like, like a product yes. this is this is my product this is my person that you know i'm now consuming their life in digital bits and i think the the core of this that it reminds me is that the key to every narcissist and it's the hardest part for a lot of people to understand and believe is that narcissists hate themselves that's why they do this they hate themselves they are so they are so they have so much animosity toward themselves that they pour it into other people Mm -hmm. they don't have self-worth and i think when you have these moments of just callous disregard and look at me and look at how much better i am than this person when you have these moments and this is one of the few i'm bringing up now because it's not going to happen again for a long time but this is one of the few times when people push back on that moment when when ah, nah nah that's that's not right that's not right this is a person that that actively did better it's a person that changed their lives it's a person that you know spoke out against their the mistakes they made and 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 went on to got became somebody that ingratiated themselves back into society not not in a callous disregard way where it's like this bitch lying and i'm and don't y'all believe her and i'm moving on but in a in another way of hey i i perceived this situation to be one way and it wasn't and and this is what how she perceived it and she's not lying you know that kind of shit that people claim they want right well i think when you hate yourself none of it's good enough so i don't really get into whether someone apologizes and we accept it or not it's i laugh about it, i make jokes about it because it doesn't really fucking matter does Mm-mm. it no one ever lets go of anything that's kind of the way it is that's the new reality so sure. it made me think about that like where's that like karen brought it up it's easier to to tell them to change than to change yourself even while you know they're not they're not listening to you and they can't they're not going to change that shit but then that gives you something to distract yourself from what from you hate yourself dog that's what it is all right let's get into other news guys what happened um uh man that's so much big news lena waith's marriage allegedly ended because she cheated on her wife oh shit yep earlier this evening it was announced via a joint statement that lena waith and her wife alana mayo split after just two months since announcing their marriage Ooh, they just two months they just got married yeah um so yes the split seemed to most 
uh sudden the most sources uh exclusively tell lovebscott.com oh, that their relationship was on the rocks even before they tied the knot yeah i mean when you get divorced after two months i mean that that's kind of like that I mean, that's, that sounds like one of those let's get married because it'll fix the shit that's wrong with us and oops guess what it doesn't it doesn't actually amplifies it i mean it was i mean did the can they get it or no i mean it's listening 90 days i don't i don't know the rules on that uh despite their official union lena's alleged cheating continued uh let's see according to our sources the quickie waiting came out the multiple instances of lena's infidelity lena went along with it as a way to placate alana and salvage their relationship even after they were married lena was still buying designer gifts chanel and gucci for other women yeah well i can see uh how that would not be good Mm-mm. not be able to work that out so um yeah that's that's wild you know so uh i remember thinking about how um how it was you know like so many people kind of paint lena in like the woke blah 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 but you know people human you know they're not they're not avatars they're not flawless like you could be for all that speaking all that woke shit and talking about will smith and denzel ain't doing enough and all this other shit and then just be cheating on your on your wife denzel and will been married to the same women for a long period of time you know maybe they made it through infidelities or whatever i don't know but you just it's just it's crazy how it's so easy to focus on these other people and not be handling your own shit man anyway um i guess all black love does end in tragedy it's not just queen of slim guys Mm -hmm. gabrielle union posts subliminal tweets following terry cruz comments regarding claims she was fired from america's got talent um so i actually saw some of the clip um it was a show which i believe is nbc's show oh i don't know yeah yeah and affiliated or something like that yeah i think the today show is nbc and i think also america got talent is nbc yeah they are so i mean obviously not a good combination to go to for a neutral source here it's kind of rewarding one person uh i mean what do you expect the guy who works for the other company to to do you know so um they bring them on as if they're just like having a conversation now you would think the purpose of this conversation is uh cross promotion right it's going on the today show to be like hey america got talent i work for them it's a great environment or whatever not even great environment check out the show it's a commercial a big ass commercial right and so he goes on there for the third hour and they asked him straight to his face about gabrielle union which i gotta i gotta say like isn't that like isn't that not okay y'all not actually the white people well not just that but isn't there um an investigation happening involving nbc and involving right and you work for the station yeah like how was the any before we get to terry cruz how was any of this ever okay with anyone how how did this get past everybody that do you know what nobody's great manager segment? supervisor was like don't y'all ask that bullshit yeah it just seemed like because we're getting sued including you the whole network we're getting sued and there's also this thing too that happens and um 
and you know luckily i've just never been involved in something this level but um what and maybe i just don't understand but like what the fuck does it matter if the general public size with you or gabrielle union in a situation like this particularly like they're either gonna keep watching the show or they're not so why are you running pr about this thing it's not like a court of law an investigation is gonna find whatever the investigation finds so what is the point other than to literally like uh dismiss her in public and to have this prominent black man you know as the voice for that you know so so to me just the before we get into his comments the general attempt was disgusting to me yeah shouldn't even been asked you know like because 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 it just seems it's i don't know it seems so transparent what they're trying to do now i do have the the clip of the interview i'll see if i can uh play it for you guys um okay maybe even put it on screen you know my computer might be pushing it to put the shit on screen but i'm gonna try about the gabrielle union controversy of course there are reports that her contract wasn't renewed because she reported um a toxic atmosphere existed at the show um you're at the show is 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 there a toxic atmosphere keep in mind on this stage are three black men because al roker's there i forget the other dude's name Uh, whatever the other black dude who's asking the question is there and then terry cruz like horrible looks optically from jump there's two other people there um two women um but clearly they're not being asked this question um or uh i think one's a white woman i'm not sure if the other one might be a sister because this uh this resolution on this ain't that great on this clip i mean somebody said craig melvin craig melvin yeah that's his name so it's just a bad look. I can't look. speak for sexism because I'm not a woman, but I can't speak on behalf of any racism comments. That was never my experience on America's Got Talent. In fact, it was the most diverse place I have ever been in my 20 years of entertainment. The, 20, the top 10 acts were Asian, women, older, younger, uh, uh, black, white. It was everything in the, in the gamut. Now, I have to say this, too. When you look at what the allegations are about, um, it was given by name source. Uh, my thing is, you know, it, it's funny because I believe you should listen to women. You should always believe women. So I asked my wife what I should do. And she was like, first of all, if, if it's coming from an unnamed source, because Gabrielle Union has not made any statement to this day about any of these allegations publicly. So have she's you spoken to her. I, I have not. I have reached out, but I have not heard anything. And so my thing was. My wife said, well, if she hasn't made a statement, why would you? Yeah. And I said, okay. you know what? I'm going to listen to her. We should, I'm Brooklyn <laughs> we should mention that NBC is still investigating and that they have said they will put new practices into place if necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk to about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, her sister didn't say nothing. Um, she probably the smartest one. Um, the thing that I found interesting there, he 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 did this thing where he's like i look believe women so i asked my wife gabrielle you ain't a woman so you know and it's like like i always say about the quote the hashtag believe women you believe the women do you believe the women that you like or you believe the women that you know do you think are telling the truth nobody just blatantly just obviously believes women because women be saying the opposite shit 
not everybody not every woman is a, it's not a monolith no so so one person could be telling you one thing and someone else tell you something else and you're gonna believe the person you want to or tr- try to you know whoever justifies it the best but it's not some broad sweeping thing where it's like oh believe women that's not true and to say like my wife said well your li- wife said not to put out a statement what was that because it sounds like saying i can't speak to sexism but racially these accusations don't even make sense because it's such a great place to work literally is saying a statement yeah and then not talking about the acted one the fuck that working environment right right um and she was talking about diversity behind behind the camera not in front of it right she's talking about decision makers Mm -hmm. she's talking about the stuff that happened with her hair being quote unquote too black to whatever um she's talking about decisions that they were making on picking uh some of these uh contestants and the reasoning for them in the room well america can't we can't be get behind a hip-hop act why would they want to see a black kid rapping you know shit like that where she's like that cleans racist jay leno making a racist asian joke you know like what does that have to do with the diversity in front of the camera you know like or behind the camera yeah in front of the camera like yeah like you're you're completely changing it um and so i thought about it at first because i was like you know I, pr- I really truly believe terry cruz is one of those people that did not ask for all this Mm-mm. i remember a long time ago when we first started the show playing a clip of terry cruz talking about why he don't masturbate or watch porn and us yes sir laughing at how ridiculous this dude was and like you know all this sh- i remember that mm-hmm. that dude is not he didn't become a different dude because he got groped uh by that that agent Mm-mm. like it didn't then now he's some woke scholar what it made me think about was how much people put stock into him because they needed a hero Mm -hmm. and now he's letting them down because he's not that hero yeah right you need a mascot or a symbol to beat people outside the head with yeah because like what you want here is how terry cruz and the black feminist people that supported him online was a marriage of convenience he didn't have support from his hollywood peers some of them with that agent like adam sandler still sylvester stallone taking him out of expendables and shit like that yep people literally threatening him telling him chill the fuck out i think it was uh i think even russell simmons emailed him or some shit like that Mm -hmm. i can't remember all the details off the top of my head but he was completely disavowed and abandoned by his his peer group so here come black women online being like hold up now we find it interesting that you guys have been making all these because they've been arguing back and forth with these these dudes online and they've been making the case of like well y'all don't care when it's a man well now we can we here's an example of us caring here's a man brave enough to come forward and here's us caring and you got a lot of black men push back on that a lot of white men a lot of people in general like somehow terry cruz is look at this little bitch out here complaining right. uh, and all this you know i would have why he ain't knock him out you know that kind of shit you had that yes you did and so in the midst of this this man is just an avatar he's just the mascot like karen said that's all he becomes for them he's not no one gives a fuck about literally like really no one gives a fuck about him personally correct whatever his like actual life is like no no you're a symbol now for we needed a symbol you know and now you became so it's a marriage of convenience and he needed support right so he accepted the support 
and then he readily rushed out there and said oh thank you to all the black women that have my back only black women believe me he added gabrielle union on twitter back in back back when the shit popped off as one of the few people that believed him and supported him unabashedly and now we fast forward to this shit and he could not wait to be like i mean i'm not saying she's lying but i'm saying she's lying essentially you know let me mansplain this to you as i say i don't i can't speak on sexism right i can't speak on sexism but racism which is a huge part of what she was bringing up mm -mm, this is the greatest place to ever work so she i don't know what the hell she talking about and it's from an unnamed source so like well how can we ever know it's like well because nbc and her supposedly agreed to not be out here talking right so like to see this coordinated attack from nbc held by a face of black man is fucking disgusting you know if i i've been thinking about this moment all week it reminded me of damon wayne's stand-up a very underrated stand-up by the way but damon yeah, wayne's stand-up people want smooth some shit over they go get rich nigga and put you on tv to represent the people you know you have you asking your questions like damon now that you made this 13 million dollars and, and i'm counting you made all this money let me ask you this let me just throw this out at you you respond any way you want is there racism in america you be sitting there thinking about that paycheck talking about no sir if in there is i ain't seen none listen i thought of that immediately <laughs> well, i ain't seek none well i thought of that immediately when this yeah, thing was talking put you on tv to represent God, the that's people, so perfect you, know? you have you asking your questions like but yeah i thought of that immediately yeah, and it's almost not fair to him because him speaking out on it you don't know what kind of clause or agreement that i'm not so funny y'all might be breaking you don't know what kind of documentation that they may have signed to say y'all don't talk about it, your network don't talk about it. like like who, who and, and and they might not ever do it but whoever the manager the supervisor that allowed that question should be fired that's ridiculous it's fucking ridiculous right and so she um went out and tweeted some things um uh she uh people first start tweeting her and support you know nothing but love for you gabby lou blah blah and so she responded to the fans sweet words saying thank you cuz girl truth telling want wanting change and having multiple witnesses who bravely came forward to let everyone know i didn't lie or exaggerate really exposes those who enthusiastically will throw you under the bus for getting quickly who stepped up for their turn their truth uh union didn't name any names but come on uh the end of her tweet left fans assuming she was referring to um when she supported terry cruz during his sexual assault allegations back in 2018 in the tweet at that time she wrote some people will never get it but not for a lack of info or first-hand accounts but due to willful ignorance and fear they see themselves somewhere in the account hashtag me too uh union continued to question cruz motives in response to another fan while anyone would gleefully get up on tv and tell lies that no one disputed but we already know can someone please ask about what happens to all the diversity folks are talking about behind the scenes like legit where the hell is that diversity in the production throw though homie 
in the decision making ranks who control the fate of the diversity in front of the camera union control continued she also addressed the fact that an agreement was made for everyone to stay quiet until nbc completed an investigation regarding the incident writing man right. we all we all agreed to let the investigation be completed before speaking but if we doing this oh baby let's go right that's what i'm saying like somebody needs to lose upper management needs to lose the job for the simple fact that this quit he should never been asked that question he shouldn't even that's one it shouldn't have been asked two um if they do ask you that question because i thought about this because i think you know for a lot of us you know we don't have media training and it's just kind of easy to be like well he was in a tough situation what was he supposed to say what if his experience was great he gotta lie and be like my experience was terrible uh because i support gabby right and i thought about that shit for real and i thought like what if i had a great experience on the set of the show and i know that gabby didn't is saying she didn't she's accusing the show of a lot of stuff and you know what i think you can kind of find a middle ground of being like and, and keep in mind this is not to please black twitter or whatever they're gonna be pissed no matter what you say but yes, sir but i'm saying like the middle ground for me would have been something to the effect of um i understand that there's an ongoing investigation between uh you know with gabrielle union and the show i can't speak to her experience on the show Mm-mm. um i can only speak to mine and you know while i have had uh uh you know i've been treated well on the show um i still support gabby and i hope that you know they can find some type of conclusion to whatever you know maybe they maybe i hope they reach an amicable amicable conclusion or i hope that uh i I will support whatever the investigation finds something like that and move the fuck on that's it you don't have to actually be like and no sir and if it ain't now nah, you see none you don't even have to do all that no you could have said no comment there's a lot of ways around that yeah don't you can even go don't ask me that shit because yeah. a lot of times they like a lot of times they actually allow certain well certain levels of star maybe not one but you they'll actually tell you like this is what we're gonna say in the interview you know do, do you object to any of this and you can be like I, don't ask me nothing about gabrielle union like i don't know i I don't want to end up saying some shit that's gonna fuck that up for her or not you know um and then he goes on twitter because and this is why i I really started thinking about the whole thing with terry cruz i was like oh he's going on twitter because he's seeing that he got roasted and that he's continually being roasted Mm -hmm. this is now his third or fourth time saying something to get roasted Mm, probably more than that to be honest yeah probably more i remember when he said that shit about like kids need a dad and a mom or else they don't get all the multivitamins or some bullshit so anyway my point being he can't turn off the bird on his own phone and so because because let's be frank he's in a position where he could just delete twitter and facebook and instagram or have somebody else manage it for him and go about making white people money and be absolutely fucking fine and be fine he look you know how many of these fucking celebrities don't know that these motherfuckers don't like them Mm -mm, don't give a fuck about y'all quote unquote holding them goddamn accountable right they out here living their best life someone you know post for them their instagram and they never see the motherfucking comments of any of the shit people oh, say if about they them. do it's the glowing ones you know they out somewhere yeah. posting pictures of their and uh, of their feet and eating fancy meals not giving a fuck about none of y'all right but he was hurt by the 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 response to his he wants to control the whole thing 
and he was used to these people supporting him mm-hmm. he's used to being told gently like no no terry and even when he's fucked up in the past there's always been people who because they needed that mascot are like well hold up now maybe if you look at it this way or terry just don't know you know stuff like that but it's all for that agenda right well now people are like you directly came at a black woman and guess what gabrielle union is one of like black twitter feminist gods you can't fucking come at her dog and she went from the woman that stole Dwayne Wade to like the woke goddess you can't fucking do it it's not you're not gonna win that online competition if, <laughs> not, if, not that one if you go at the queen dog you best not miss and so he went on 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 twitter trying to act like he was unbothered i'm a hog you're a chicken just because you gave me eggs don't mean i owe you bacon what now that's some real country nigga shit but i speak that okay i had to think about that i had to analyze that okay yes i get it i speak that what he trying to say is just because you had my back on this sexual assault thing don't mean i have to have your i owe you to have your back on while you're suing the show i'm on that's what he said now he but he said in a metaphor way where he can be like you know hey just because y'all black feminists have my back don't mean i'm i gotta have y'all back i gotta agree with everything y'all say he didn't want to come out and say that plainly so he said it that way to which i said hmm another example you could have said nothing at all if if it's bothering you that you're not winning twitter you gotta delete twitter you're not gonna win it Hmm. and then a few hours later he also tweeted about there is only one woman on earth one woman on earth i have to please her name is rebecca not my mother my sister my daughters or my co-workers i will let their husbands boyfriends and partners take care of them rebecca gives me wings yeah and she told your ass not to fucking say a word but you didn't listen to her right and you knew that before they asked you Mm-hmm. this is just it, it this the terry cruz stock is is plumbing it, it's at an all-time low right now um but yeah he turned it into that and then finally after he got roasted for a few more days he apologized yeah didn't nobody want to hear about him he went on twitter yeah i, I said you, you know what i that you know what i said when i read that apology uh i said you know what i read the tweets it's actually a good it's a good apology the series of tweets it's a good apology i hope i hope for yourself you meant it sincerely from the bottom of your heart and you're gonna change your actions and become a better person i really do we'll see i do karen yeah okay? I, I do too i do too but only time will tell yes but sir let me, but only listen time will tell but listen i do karen you know why i do because nobody want to hear that shit so i hope it was for you I hope it wasn't for me. I hope it wasn't for these people on Twitter. I hope it even wasn't for Gabrielle Union. Because we don't matter. Don't nobody want to hear this shit, Terry? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, baby. The ship has sailed, okay? Yeah, you doubled down and burned the boat. Bon voyage, okay? They have Christian that motherfucking ship, named it, and the SS, uh, whatever your wife named it, that shit is already in the motherfucking Bermuda Triangle somewhere. Mm it's gone in that triangle you you over here throat no pieces the uss forgiveness is out that motherfucker Mm-mm. missing missing don't nobody know what happened to it it's act it's gabriel lou uh gabriel you 
i want you to know I, it was never my pilot uh, my intention to invalidate your experience but that is what i did i apologize he said in a series of tweets you've been through a lot in this business and with that i empathize with the struggle towards fairness equality in the workplace i can't speak you know we already talked about that part um uh he's also this is my favorite part y'all he also added kevin hart who was minding his motherfucking business what he added kevin hart he said oh uh, what the fuck i got to do with this mm-hmm. he said that he told kevin hart um last year that you need to acknowledge the pain of other people he said right now i have to do the same thing i realized there are a lot of other a lot of black women hurt and let down by what i said also by what i didn't say i hear you i respect you i understand you i'm sorry i'm here to support you he called gabby uh gabby a union uh, a role model to the entire black community and at the very least he should have understand you just needed my support well this might have been a private conversation that kevin hart might not have wanted out the public i don't know if it's private or public but i know kevin don't need no more problems Mm-mm. this nigga giving me problems byproduct like i, I offshoot product i get i'm not going down by myself kevin you want some of this heat too diagonal problems like don't you know these niggas don't fuck with me either like black feminist twitter don't fuck with kevin hart Mm-mm. you know the other thing it made me think about too man and this is when i actually low-key was off of terry cruz um and it happened on something so subtle and i'm sure most people wouldn't wouldn't have jumped off at this point but this is i you know i told you this when i don't know if it's in private or on the show but i told you this when that shit happened when that motherfucker started adding Tariq nasheed yeah i said oh he's gone too far down the black twitter rabbit hole i was like Mm-mm, no bro like what are you doing no one can stop those people that's, Them a, motherfuckers, that's a dog hole like all you did was help pit. him because they like they get off on the higher level of recognition that they get right like his dream would be like president obama tweeting at him like everybody's like oh finally this black man can reach him no no one can reach him because he's doing it on purpose like no one can reach tommy lauren no one's gonna be able to reach ann coulter you just gotta treat these people the same way you treat um you know those people like leave them the fuck alone hello everything you do elevates their platform they are the board they're never gonna let it go and if you react to it they love that they that's why they they participate in all that shit you just gotta leave it alone bro and i said oh he really deep in the black twitter because bro you're not you're not supposed to have time to be doing this like and let me while i'm here let me tell you what something else to read the sheet i'm like bro what are you doing Mm-mm the, the whoever gave memorizing scripts for the next season the brooklyn 99 right whoever gave you that idea is dumb and then the other part of it bruh you're you work so hard you have so much work white people don't even know about this shit no it's not even on that goddamn radar white people don't care about Tariq and she black twitter any of this shit all you doing is risking your risk like risking your mental health for what for some niggas online that don't care don't give a fuck See, he, he just he, he had a spark where he started but he uh, lost honey it. i'm trying to tell y'all honey we get to that place honey i will probably end up handing my account over and be like y'all know what y'all take care of this then vlad tv had an interview with nick cannon where he talked about having gabrielle union's black because he he also left america's got talent remember that he, he did a while ago yeah he made this like hotel statement about needing to be free and shit and now look at it 
now he now now we've reached the the point of the program where nick cannon is the hero and nick cannon is the hero thank you terry cruz you made that's possible i have not seen somebody fuck up that much goodwill in a long time a very long time like every he was everybody's hero to the, literally people like are like fuck terry cruz and that happened within a year yes it did i seen the writing on the wall but damn it still sucks anyway good luck to everybody over there beautiful gals to you all uh kobe died and ti apologized to his daughters in the wake of that oh kobe's death i'm glad uh he said i love you girls more than my vocabulary will allow me to express which <laughs> how he's vocabulacious more than ti vocabulary oh that, that runs deep i feel i mean that's a lot of love yeah it is okay because you know ti he would make up a word or add some words or, or say some words that make you be like i i didn't know that was a word i didn't know you could combine those it is with humble magnanimity and you like is that let me google that it sounds like it's right but it might not be he he ran out of words i love you girls more than my vocabulary will allow me to express you have grown so much right before my very eyes and blossomed into strong brilliantly opinionated independent young women so proud of you both and i love you to no end more than you ever know please forgive me for any and all that my imperfections that cause misunderstandings between us charge my mind not my heart life may throw us curveballs and deal us some pretty bad hard hands at times but rest assured you'll never find yourself in a place too high or low for me to be there to catch you when you fall oh that's sweet the father did say he refused to let a, another second go by without telling his daughters how much he loves them he also posted messages dedicated to his wife tamika tiny harris and his four sons in addition to numerous tribute tributes honoring kobe and Gigi. uh yeah so that one really that one really hit him in the heart yeah and i think for a lot of people they started thinking oh shit you know, people that fly on planes all the time, these with your family with their children all the time, it, it made them analyze shit. And Kobe is, quote, unquote, around our age. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of people, they're like, this shit could have been me. And it made them kind of reevaluate this shit. And at the end of the day, you realize all this, this, this team pad, that shit don't matter. It don't, because when you leave here, you can't take none of that bullshit with you. Yeah, Joe brought up in the chat room, could he do this in private? Uh, maybe he did. We don't know two um i mean couldn't we do this podcast and drive it couldn't me and karen just talk in the back of a room of our house without recording and putting this out to nobody like come on man it's kind of he's a public figure it's kind of what he does it's what everybody does today instagram to be we being real uh like everybody's instagram twitter facebook it's all shit we could have kept in our brains but we (laughs) share with people everybody so i don't mind that um also it reminds me of a lot of men that i saw Mm -hmm. um that made public displays of using the hashtag girl dads and publicly loving on their daughters and talking about how much they love their daughters and stuff and to a certain extent it was very cute you know um and especially with black daughters and stuff it's just not something you see done very often you know so i can see that and uh the same way that his death affected strangers i mean 
T.I. probably met Kobe or something. Right, right. T.I. probably has closer proximity to Kobe than any of us do. Agreed. It may have affected him in his life and made him look at shit differently. And honestly, you just don't know what the fuck make people wake up. We can be resentful of the fact that they didn't just get it automatically. But I I got a feeling that nobody that's on this woke shit got it automatically. Something happened something happened it was a conversation a series of conversation it was an event a series of events it was something that made you be like oh yeah the the way i looked at this was fucked up you know what i mean so uh and i think obviously we project onto these celebrities which you know feels like that's the word of the day but we project onto these celebrities especially when we don't like them what we want just like kobe got a only thing he ever was to me was a rapist for T.I., only thing T.I. is for a lot of people is a womanist, a misogynist, uh, the guy who said, you know, he's checking hymens. And that's all he's ever going to be. And to to admit that this was a sweet thing, to admit that maybe this is an awakening moment, possibly, would be to to, to ease off of the gas on the fuck T.I. train. And ain't nobody trying to do that. No, no, no. You know? But um, anyway, I'm not going to assume the worst. Um, as, as with all this shit, I mean to be frank even with them girl dad posts if the default was you weren't really out here like that for your daughter in the first place right you don't go back to normal like one moment is not necessarily going to change anything Mm-mm, not listen sincere yeah so i hope that uh you know i hope he's able to do that you know what i mean so um yeah i struggle with public displays of affection on social because it feels like clout chasing yeah i guess but let's talk about that actually let's talk about that i like that you brought that up um regular jay um so for a couple reasons like one our socials now we we have a lot of public shit out there and part of what social media is is going to be by design somewhat clout chasing right yeah you know if you if you if you bought some shoes if you're fucking uh ate a nice meal someone can always at your job yeah the impulse of sharing that with other people is always going to be partially to to for for the cloud of it i guess you can call it that you know it's a pejorative way to put it but that's you can you can do that um as people that do this podcast that end it with i love you uh like that's a choice we made and and i know that some people go oh i love that that's my favorite thing about the show and shit like that but i don't know i i, I would say that if the cameras weren't here right i say that. <laughs> i'm not gonna change because we're on camera and be like well now i don't want to look like i'm loving you too much in public and then motherfuckers might think i mean it like no. <laughs> they might think i really love you woman yeah like if that's how you feel you know like i don't think nothing's wrong with that necessarily um people gonna always accuse people of being fake especially if they don't like them yes they you are know? well you don't like i always i asked people uh, uh last year like what does it mean when you call a celebrity fake because i don't really understand because because in order to call someone fake you kind of have to know what the real them is and yes you do i'm not under the illusion i know any of these motherfuckers Mm -mm. how could i know the real you i don't know you you know so um you know so i don't know it made me think about that but um and then the other impulse too then this is the one i think i struggle with the most 
and i think in the wake of watching these people last week cry in public over kobe bryant these titans of men these you know shaquille o'neal um Dwayne wade lebron james like these people that are bigger than life for so many young black boys and and men that we've never seen cry before in many cases Mm -hmm. um to see this outpouring of emotion from these men who much like i'm sure the pressure is on me and the pressure is on a lot of black men to feel like you can't do that right like uh you're less of a man for doing those things and especially when you feel kind of hated sometimes from both sides deservedly so or not deservedly so you 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 choose but when you can feel like you don't really have a place to go to except for each other and then the things you reinforce among each other often not good things so to see any of these men try to break out of that box of masculinity i'm thankful and appreciative of it for the examples that they're setting and for the words that they're voicing that other people may be feeling too you know um so that's that's what i think about when i saw the ti thing was like you know and like i said bro in a week he might be saying some more stupid it's ti in a week he will be saying some more stupid shit so we can always just be like the next stupid thing like fuck ti right like it's just a reprieve it's just a a, we could just breathe a little bit and be like you know what that was nice of you ti we'll be right back to our regularly scheduled fuck ti in in a couple weeks but he's hurt right and i think the other thing is you can't laud kobe for publicly being there for his daughters unprompted and then turn around and be like now i'm not really necessarily gonna give my own daughters no props and then i think also because of the fact that he did do it for his wife and then his sons i I don't necessarily feel like we have to turn it into like this nigga just clout chasing no this nigga doing what all of us were doing thinking about how horribly unfair death is that a 41 year old could be ripped out of this fucking earth and with a with one of the people he loves the most on this earth and leave his family behind and and, and going damn that could be me that's all all of us did it you know these motherfuckers might be on your tv screen they know less human than us right they know less so i think that's what we should be uh, that's what i thought about i can't tell you what to think about i'm not trying to tell you how to think but that's that's what I, my mind went it didn't go to like oh this nigga just trying to get some retweets because like nigga ti you don't need our retweets he gonna be rich no matter what the you can unfollow him today he gonna be rich you know he gonna be fine and th- what like what exactly does he need from instagram that he ain't getting in life already you know what i mean i, I choose to believe that he probably uh believes everything he said and much like a lot of these motherfuckers um that he get the same thing from your from instagram that many people on instagram want right like you want people to to to, to see your humanity and to 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 understand the sameness that we have you know but i think when it comes to celebrity and people that are rich and shit people got that people don't think about their own insecurities of why and what they project on these motherfuckers correct agreed for example if i tweeted this or whatever the same thing about karen or my niece or something 
if motherfuckers gonna be like wow here this fake ass nigga uh out here trying to get some validation he don't love his niece he don't yeah. love like everybody think everybody fake <laughs> right like that's that projection or if you listen to this you probably like me so you would be like nah that's that that's a poignant message that's a very like that's a lovely thing he said you know like that is completely about our own insecurities and projection when it comes to this shit but whatever um so anyway i thought it was a nice thing to do um, Me too. we'll see if he really means it or whatever i mean only his daughters can say right agreed uh popeyes is selling merchandise that looks exactly like beyonce's new ivy park line yeah and i noticed no one was complaining about the lack of size options no they wouldn't which kind of pissed me off i know lizzo got some ivy park stuff and nobody brought that up but okay cool um why is nobody talking about the lack of size popeyes make you fat it's delicious okay Uh, 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 i'm gonna need a couple x's on this shirt if you want me to wear it okay popeyes i don't think you understand how good this sandwich is i was a little i was a little mad about this oh missy got one too well missy lost a lot of weight so you know i can see that but i mean it seemed like people skipped over lizzo getting some shit that's all i'm saying um anyway uh i just noticed that they didn't have no fat models but guess what else i noticed y'all every model in this joint was black mm-hmm. yeah the, the marketing team knew it popeyes knows the side that they biscuits is buttered on okay and popeyes is like hey we already got them same colors anyway these are our, these were our colors Mm-mm-mm. that is that is wild to me popeyes did the thing i loved it now i don't know who's gonna buy some clothing you know back in my day i hate to do this to, to bring it up but back in my day if you wanted to get some clothing from a fast food place you did it like everybody else you got a job there so i got all my whole uniform yes that's how i got all my stuff okay now i should have held on to it that's why they make you give it back i guess but i should have held on to it and been like oh who trying to hop on this ihop waiter uh apron uh circa 1995 who's now see this a throwback this windy blouse and pop the collar this a michelin this a michelin Mm -hmm. ness type uh type throwbacks Mm -hmm this oh two oh five yay yay mm-hmm look this mcdonald's still smell like fries this mcdonald's shirt got the got the smell built right on in no matter how many i wash it so you know i'm just saying if you want a discount go on up to um popeyes and see if they'll you know let you get a job you can get you some popeyes shirts and a bunch of shit um all right let's see what else do i want to talk about We've been going for a while um <laughs> uh don't want to talk about politics nah i don't think so we'll say that for later in the week okay bill cosby's former lawyer monesley is suspended indefinitely for allegedly misusing clients funds hmm, you don't say oh you mean that black woman that we had to give her props because look how great she is mm-hmm. oh she's a black woman she yeah, a she's lawyer so y'all smart, yeah she y'all remember when y'all fell for that oh, i say y'all but remember when people was falling for that i remember that shit people writing in our show i mean i don't like bill Cosby. i don't support him but look at his lawyer i'm like nigga you can't fall for that black woman shit gender wars are so ridiculous because people really be like 
oh we had to support black women hey man mm-hmm. every black woman not cool come on this nigga got a job to do and it's defending bill cosby and i don't know last time i checked i'm not team that yeah, me either i remember that shit people. and i know somebody got to have a job but goddamn we have to give her credit y'all she's doing a great I, job the hell how I, do? I don't got no i don't they not even in the courtroom yet how is she doing a great job by making the same arguments that hotels is making on facebook but she's saying it on msnbc and now i gotta act like that's okay no i don't oh i still oh it's making me mad just thinking back uh, to that shit uh, these motherfuckers was crazy that day oh look what she said she said it's happening to him because it's black so did your uncle who said he was trying to buy nbc stop stop this is a hustle and an easy check i think she was the woman that made me realize i could be a great defense attorney for for guilty celebrities i would do the shit for half the price it's an easy job it is i don't gotta go to trial because i'm not doing that part that's hard but i will go on msnbc and just say bullshit apparently because everyone thinks that makes you brilliant apparently it does listen my client bill cosby is a black man so there you have it not case closed cnn uh bill cosby right and i'll just take the check now thank you very much uh i don't know if you guys noticed but a lot of the women accusing bill cosby all white i rest my case joy reed <laughs> as a black woman attorney i expect all the things ridiculous oh man that was so ridiculous but yeah she's so smart guys that she had to step down from the case um or was fired the reports differ and presley one of Kazi's loudest strongest defenders never released a statement about how she left the case Mm-mm. since then we haven't heard much of her name the report she wanted she was going to join r kelly's legal team but that never came to pass yeah uh now she's back in the news instead of being associated with another high profile client it's her 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 conduct that's being called into question um she's been suspended from the bar indefinitely for allegedly misusing her client's money her clients claim she would demand payments up front before any legal work had been completed what and instead of depositing funds into an escrow account like she told them she would she applied the money to her personal accounts or her husband's business accounts oh that shit they can track the suspicion was enacted in august 2019 after investigation from a disciplinary council found clear and convincing convicting evidence of misuse of funds her former clients accused her of taking the retainers they gave her and using them for her personal affairs without executing substantial legal work what i mean maybe she did have my idea hey, this is what i would be doing mm-hmm. and she probably wasn't showing up in court and not right. having this shit together i mean what do it matter you guilty you famous i'm i'm just here to, to go on cnn one complaint came from edwin and paula amica a couple pressing her husband knew from church damn got him at the church presley is an also an ordained minister mm, well that you had me an ordained minister that's how you knew she was shady oh lord paula hired presley in a claim against a former i mean come on karen she's an ordained minister defending a, a, a sexual assaulter the the most prolific one that we know of like get the fuck out of here oh joe osteen ass shit paula hired presley in a claim <laughs> against the doors on him mm-hmm 
against a former business partner paula said press pay presley five thousand dollars for an hourly rate of four hundred twenty four dollars twenty five dollars the attorney told her client she would deposit the money in an escrow account and withdraw the money as she earned it but legal documents proved that she didn't have an escrow account at the time instead she cast a check a day after receiving it what and what the hell is the escrow account um a special account i'm assuming uh i think it's a one of those accounts that uh gains interest on the money as it sits in there okay Let me make sure um but yeah i mean Sound like i'm watching them but we're gonna put it in an escrow account oh it's a contract it's a contractual arrangement in which a third party receives and disperses money or property for the primary transacting parties most generally used with plentiful terms that conduct the rightful actions that follow the disbursement is dependent on conditions agreed without the contracting party so basically what it is you give the money to i don't know the bank and the bank and it's like as i earn this money i will take it out of this account so basically i had seven billable hours i'm writing an invoice for seven billable hours you then take the money out of this account and give it to me so it's not a direct transaction like if i if you work if you're paying me you give me five thousand dollars right Mm -hmm. if i do a thousand then i take that five thousand dollars i actually put it in this escrow account whoever the third party is that's maybe bbnt i don't know whoever the third party is that is holding that money i have to come to them now to get the money so then it's like hey i did a thousand dollars worth of work i need a thousand dollars of that five thousand dollars. right you have to show and prove and all that shit it's, and there's four thousand dollars left blah, blah blah and she said that's what i'm gonna do but instead she took the shit and cashed the check and was like actually uh i think i'm worth five thousand today oh and put it in her personal account it was like bitch you can't do that i'll get around to it anyway when i feel like it let me help up uh help my husband out uh with his business account oh they ought to know that's because that's the thing if it's an account they tracking the funds and somebody like oh the check that they wrote you which they've got a digital copy of it went through your personal banking account and not the escrow account ma'am you need to explain this yeah so it's almost like a holding account but she cashed the check a day after receiving it after working the case for two months she told paula the case would likely go to trial she told her she would play, pay a fat flat fee of three thousand dollars to complete it instead of paying the hourly rate paula agreed paid the money and again pressed the cash the check after oh. a year paula said she was more and more upset and desperate because she was not seeing any results or evidence of working being done when paula's husband spoke to Presley's husband Carlton, he assured him that he would handle the matter even though he wasn't a lawyer from, what? from october 2014 to september 2016 she did presley didn't communicate with paula only carlton took over like two years once carlton took over the matter he continued to allow paula to believe her case was progressing when the two couples met to speak about the case october 2016 press the presley told the amakers they would need to pay several more thousands of dollars for additional expenses oh the hell i will that's when paula filed a complaint against presley demanding a refund as of april 2019 she has not received it yet she did the same thing with billy greer a man who had been hired to represent she had been in a gender and age discrimination lawsuit this time she personally took greer to the bank in order to him to withdraw twenty four hundred dollars in cash to pay her she deposited the money into her husband's overdrawn business accounts restoring the balance to two thousand dollars fifty four cent two thousand fifty four dollars and seventy four cent two weeks later her husband's business account dropped down to 121 dollars after the money was spent on gas food cash withdrawals and other day-to-day expenses at this point oh you know the bank keeps a track of that shit at this point presley had done no work on the other case other than meeting with greer and attending a five-minute status conference oh what's going what's crackling over there i'm sorry um 
two months later presley asked greer for seventy five hundred dollars to complete the case or she would be done representing him greer paid the fee and again the money went into her husband's business account mm-hmm support black women y'all she oh she did that she did the thing for kazi i don't listen i don't like him but i got oh she was looking fierce in that yellow dress i got the support Man, sis she may have been doing that same shit to him they was like bitch you got to go can't believe these dummies fell for this i was like if she fucking with him she probably not the highest moral character in the first place as we all know this nigga did it come on 50 people accusing this nigga the same thing 50 like oh 50 them 100 yeah she's brilliant fuck out of here she was willing to, to take that hit for, for her black woman reputation which tells you everything about her she bought that money Mm-mm-mm. trying to get that back uh in august greer learned that his case had been dismissed because presley had not been following up in what? march 2017 right so he sued somebody for gender and race discrimination and the case got dismissed because she ain't do shit she did take his money in 20 march 2017 she was hired by randall and laura landers to investigate the circumstances of their son's suspicious death and relay those concerns to the u.s navy they wired her fifteen thousand dollars in advance um and to her escrow account along with her hourly rate of 625 dollars so i guess she must have went and got that escrow account between this the account had previously been overdrawn their wire transfer brought the balance to 14,588 dollars and one cent less than a week later the money had been depleted two weeks later the balance was negative 550 dollars what mm-hmm mm-hmm in june three months later presley asked to discuss randall's budget randall uh randall was concerned about the lack of work that had been done and asked for an invoice of the hours she worked when she didn't provide the invoice he asked for his money return given how little she'd accomplished on the case she only acknowledged 10 hours of work for the entire month of june he has yet to receive a, a refund but hey support that sister okay it's just good to see a black woman Ooh. I'm assuming all these people are black. I don't know. I don't know. They didn't say the race. You know, but, I mean, we know one was gender race discrimination case, so. But, uh, yeah, doll. That's a lot of money. If you dumb enough to see her and be like, I like what she doing with Cosby, I would like to give her some money. Well, you know, a fool in that money. If you dumb enough to believe that Cosby shit, maybe, maybe that's what she said. She said, you know what? and it's too easy to to not take their money and she may have done some of these cases prior to i'm assuming yeah true true yeah some of these might be prior. one of them was yeah prior to that so you know now it's a different story but prior to that you wouldn't have had any idea and the thing is it's like dog like that's a lot of money i'm surprised everybody walk up on you mm-hmm. oh yeah they had means and nobody caught their hands boy. what girl you fortunate uh all right let's go to the next segment all right now let's move into fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe, find different articles to make us feel fuck with, and we'll side point scores of 0 to 100, intervals of 25. Today's contestants, <clears throat> everybody. All right, let's start here. David Schwimmer, 
proposes an all black or all asian reboot of friends you know who this is david schwimmer he one of them i don't know which one one of one of the people on friends there you go Karen. correct oh that's david what i mean schwimmer. yeah i don't know now nah, i don't know don't ask me which one i probably, probably could ross on karen he's ross i don't know who ross is i think he's ross i don't know all their names but i think he's ross david schwimmer current star of sky one and now ross chandler joey those are the names phoebe rachel you know more than i do god i'm trying i just I, knew that show existed i've never seen an episode of friends me either but i'm trying to th- i feel like i missed one somebody said monica monica there you go monica there you go i knew but listen but did y'all was y'all not impressed i hit five of the six never seen the show i mean come on now that's pretty good anyway david schwimmer current star of now listen i'm not against white tv okay oh, i no, watched no. i did watch sex in the city so don't i'm not against it i'm just not saying. against it either i just never kept up with it anyway david schwimmer but what's uh, anyway everybody was dunking on this nigga because he he said basically like yo they should if they reboot friends they should do it black or asian um he said when the topic of the younger generation discovering the show and promptly criticizing his all white cast and handling uh is of certain storylines came up schwimmer defended the series with some thoughts on on context i feel that a lot of the problem today is so in so many areas is that so little is taken in context groundbreaking in his time he called he called the show groundbreaking in his time he said you have to look at it from the point of view of what the show was trying to do at the time i'm the first person to say that maybe something was inappropriate or insensitive but i feel like my barometer was pretty good at the time i was already really attuned to social issues and issues of equality uh he also uh proposed uh, and they, somebody said that i don't watch the show but that his character was the only one that dated women of color on the show hmm. so it's like maybe it was him as a star pushing for some diversity a possibility i don't know he said maybe there should be an all black friends or an all asian friends but i was well aware of the lack of diversity and i campaigned for years to have ross date women of color oh there you go one of the first is first the first girlfriends i had on the show was an asian american woman and later i dated african-american women that was a very conscious push on my part for uh then like for the full interview you know you can go read the shit somewhere else um yeah the thing that was interesting is that black people was on twitter dunking on this nigga guess what they were saying guess what they were saying they were talking about living single mm-hmm. that's right they was like doing the airing about the same time i think living single actually started a little bit before friends okay and that the writers on friends some of them have come out and said that that they were basically ripping off little living single or inspired by or whatever which you know um and so uh even erica uh our girl maxine was on uh twitter dunking on him i seen everybody dunking on this man this that's man that's a chocolate woman that that uh she don't age she looks so good yes but, but I'm erica sorry. alexander yes but listen they they shit on this man okay he caught hell and didn't, didn't even know he he thought he thought he was trying to be uh inclusive that's what my favorite part of this was is mm-hmm, he because he didn't mean no harm you he was he trying didn't. to help mm-hmm, you can tell he did not mean no harm. he didn't even he, you know what the shit we was complaining about didn't even cross his mind i laughed so hard 
i'm not even mad at, at him. every single person that ducked on him every quote tweet was good i didn't i because the other thing that black twitter does okay guys i think by the 50th thousand person that is quote tweeted this and said what about living single i think he's got it but you know what i didn't care i think i might have did one i don't care <laughs> it was so good because he was just trying to help that's all he ross was out here trying to help he's like, like i'm a diversity he said if they redo this shit right now friends should have black it should be all black or all asian like fuck it like let like just get, like get in there let's get these kids the diversity that they need mm-hmm. to be everybody said, on tv what about living single ross you know ross ain't never seen no living single you know he ain't watched that show because i never watched friends come on <laughs> I ain't nothing personal i just knew it was like the highest rating show i was like okay well my point is everybody that watched living single the vast majority of them probably seen some of friends but everybody that watched friends a lot of them ain't never heard of no living single they ain't looking for that black shit right they don't even know them shows was alike Mm-mm. it was on fox when fox was the shit oh it was so good these negroes upset though i can't lie it was so oh they was dunking on him his old unhelpful helpful ass oh you don't know living single no nigga i don't watch that <laughs> that's why he said what he said i'm always trying to help you blacks <laughs> not you black oh, y'all people so good so good anyway zero to 100 oh zero i'm 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 not even mad at him because i within my heart of hearts i actually don't think he intentionally meant to insult anybody yeah and uh he was asked these questions he didn't just w- wake up and start talking about oh no black living single and asian living single the, the the interviewer asked him about the fact that it doesn't reach younger audiences and that there's a lot of uh complaints about the lack of diversity and then he basically said like yo i was pushing for diversity on the show but also uh they they should redo the show with a lot with just black people and asian people and yeah don't matter <laughs> he got fried anyway i'm not bothered by it, but man i was tickled by the reaction god he got fried trying to help man oh mm-hmm. you trying to help certain things man like if you truly get me if you truly understand me you understand why that's so fucking funny to me because it's like that like sometimes is like it's, it shouldn't really be funny but it is always funny to me and maybe it's kind of a dark sense of humor thing but when people really be trying to help out of the goodness of their heart and they get fried for it i don't know why but it's always funny to me mm-hmm. it's just like damn they really try to do the right thing and you know twitter and context don't go together so like no it don't and nah you, we frying you now yeah you can't please them and and like you say it's one of them catch 22s because reality other people see them getting fried and then people don't do shit and then y'all be like y'all don't do shit you right because when i quote unquote don't step right y'all fry me and i don't got time to be fried it's the best it's honestly so entertaining man mm-hmm. and there's no sympathy or remorse or no context at it. i'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch. i don't we don't never feel sorry that be people responses let's go to the next trying to help ellen degeneres surprises black teen told to cut his dreadlocks with a twenty thousand dollar scholarship oh yeah uh ellen degeneres is taking up the cause of a black texas high school student who was told he won't be allowed to return to school or attend his graduation ceremony unless he cuts his dreadlocks and she she surprised her with a twenty thousand dollars scholarship deandre arnold a senior at barbers high hill uh barbers hill high school oh no you gotta cut your hair it's barber school uh in mont bellevue 
appeared on the episode of the ellen show that aired wednesday damn she moved quick at the start of the segment the generous told arnold i'm told i'm sure this is not easy or comfortable for you but i want you to just relax and know that i'm here for you and that's why you're here she continued because i don't understand this arnold has said that she, he was suspended over the length of his dreadlocks and told by his principal they need to cut his head or return to school you get good grades you never been in trouble ever this is the first time anything has come up and now you haven't been in school for weeks because of the situation honor has worn dreadlocks for years and he had he said he always followed the dress code because he kept his hair off his shoulders above his earlobes and out of his eyes but trying uh tying up his dreadlocks he told degenerates he was informed he was in violation of the dress code uh every day i would go to school i would be in dress code uh but the thing with them is if i if it was let down i would be out of dress code uh the generous asked if there were girls at the school with long hair to which he responded in the affirmative and said there's plenty of girls with long hair in my school like if girls can have long hair why can't i have long hair right uh the generous said that the point was that was the point she was trying to make i just per- personally think you should be able to wear your hair however you want especially if there's girls with long hair what's the difference if a girl ha- if girls have long hair and if guys have long hair she said she did not think the policy was fair and asked arnold to explain why his dreadlocks are important to him it's really important to me because my dad is from trinidad and i really wish the school would kind of be open to other cultures and just at least let us try to tell you some things don't just shut them out the generous agreed i think that's what school's supposed to do she said is teach you about other cultures you're not supposed to teach them they're supposed to teach you african americans make up 3.1 percent of barbara hills independent school district population arnold who has been out of school for weeks said if he doesn't cut his hair his only options are in school suspension or an alternative school for children with behavioral issues barbara's what? Hill, yes barbara hills high school and the barbara hill independent school district have not responded to multiple requests for comment degenerates then spoke into the camera and urged officials to do the right thing i'm begging you this kid is a good kid he deserves to graduate to walk with all the other kids he's a good guy i just am urging you to do the right thing please afterwards she invited singer alicia keys on stage to a war arnold whose plans to become a veterinary a twenty thousand dollar scholarship to college i want to tell you that i couldn't believe the story when i heard it keys told arnold and i'm super proud of you for standing up for what you know is right and i know that the school needs to do the right thing zero to 100 karen no fuck with uh uh dracaris uh this is not enough just twenty thousand dollars that's it that's what somebody told me on twitter when i retweeted this school costs way more than twenty thousand dollars karen okay colleges cost more than that i said so then she shouldn't have did nothing right she should have paid for the whole thing out of her pocket i said well then so if you don't pay for the whole thing it's basically don't have a kid on your show don't advocate for him don't right because that's the alternative the fuck you talking about right like jesus christ i mean dracar's to the school obviously yes yes but yes, I, i'm yes, actually not school. bothered at all by ellen yeah by, by her actions no it was funny to me because once again she was trying to help <laughs> she was trying to help motherfuckers like you rich bitch <laughs> like y'all just said this woman wasn't shit for sitting there with george w bush and that's the thing about these the people are complicated man like ellen's not some just evil fucking person I'm, you might not agree with everything she does and i know that it's the you know the wave is all white people are evil and all white women especially we gotta really gang up on them but dog like she seemed to be trying to do what she thinks is best you might not agree with it but god damn it she trying which is more than most people 
that's the whole Y'all, point like, like people honestly make it better to never give a fuck about anyone but yourself they really right. and that, that's they why they really of, do see and it's, and it's out of jealousy and envy and shit that they really want to see these certain people taken down because some of these people they want to take down and you're like but you know that person's trying like you so you think the world will be better oh, refresh baby i ain't refreshing shit nah I'll, I'll refresh uh hold on let me pause but yeah it's funny man because it's like she trying to help and motherfuckers really be trying to like make ellen into this like really evil person and i just don't believe i don't believe it like uh, i'm not not saying everything i'm not saying everything she's ever did was good but like the need to turn everybody into like a villain is so stupid at this point because the thing is that they don't fit if everything they do ain't super villain status they can't be the hero yeah shit is weird man like god man so like i think it's the the impulse for revenge that fucks everybody up because it's like i think people really wish in a weird way that because maybe their favorite celebrity got drugged or whatever like now i'm gonna drag this other person or i never was a real fan of this person so it's easy to just pick the and no one can resist the impulse to do it so here we are dragging ellen for help this fucking kid she could have easily did anything with her tuesday episode and not given she could have been giving away fucking uh some some bullshit for the thousandth time and not even worried about this motherfucker man shit like this like people try to do shit out the goodness of their heart man like let's be frank this ain't exactly a ratings grabber no it's not this is exactly this is exactly the the rest of the world wasn't waiting on baiting baited breath for for this uh oh, hold on sorry i didn't know that was gonna play but yeah they, it's not like people was like man i can't wait to see what what deandre what show deandre gets on what a huge ratings coup for her man no nobody was who i can't believe she got that interview man she could have did the 12th fucking like giveaway show. giveaway of the month and been like fuck this kid i don't know man shit is crazy man but you know she's like she she she's also one of those people that <clears throat> is uh her people have have an ear to the to the to the ground of like what's going on like i think she tried to start her own social media platform at one point and mm-hmm. all this stuff so yeah i get it but it's just crazy that that, that people are like even in this good thing it must be evil because i had to give somebody some credit you know so oh joe says he thinks she's evil okay cool evil ellen there you go oh well you just hope you reach some of the listeners because you're never gonna reach them all all right guys <laughs> uh peter super bowl ad um this is not the last one um peter's doing a super bowl ad for injustice shop it got rejected for some reason oh okay it's a bee taking a knee so it's different animals taking knees so a fish is taking knees a bear took a knee uh the american national anthem seems to be being hummed in the background okay wolves and foxes spiders and just everybody taking knees some of these animals some of them are yeah the fish took a knee but we understood the symbolic was doing the the the, the dog and the sheep took knees 
a horse took a knee a horse a pig took a knee but the other pig was asleep so it's not woke <laughs> and then okay there's some campers taking a knee I guess the bunny's gonna take a knee next to the camper. Okay. Uh, eagle's looking at that delicious bunny. You gonna eat it? And a, the eagle even took a knee. Respect is the right of every living being. And speciesism. Now, why was this rejected? I don't know anyway karen zero to a hundred oh a hundred fuck them oh a hundred okay is it because of the long line of uh of PETA co-opting black activism as animal rights activism which sort of uh expresses a level of anti-blackness almost yeah because y'all don't actually care you know mm-hmm. you don't care you, you don't you don't let's not pretend animals over everything let's not pretend you don't give a fuck about human beings get mm-hmm. out of here yeah yeah I, I like in this case i kind of feel like about peter the way joe feels about ellen you know where i just i just can't i can't see it for that organization man mm-hmm. and i know they i know that there are black people that are vegans and black mm-hmm. people that are animal act rights activists and shit but right. like peter just does a huge they disservice to that cause because it's always trying to like make some black lives matter or you know they'll take pictures of black people as slaves and be like this is just like animals that you eat and i'm like dog no. i i think for and i think people just don't understand it's kind of like the mike vick thing for a people that has really done all we can to prove to the world we're not fucking animals i don't care if you worship animals and you think animals are better than humans don't compare them to me because i've been treated worse than animals my whole life don't compare them to us leave us out of your fucking shit you know so uh anyway that's a that's a hundred for me Ooh, that definitely mm. fucked with me uh all right um no wonder it got rejected they was like the fuck is this we already got people protesting jay-z we no ma'am right. no no peter reject you're right and they i love Pete. i think the new the new wave is people commit people submit these uh ads to the super bowl knowing they'll be rejected correct because the other thing is all these ads are normally available before the super bowl like the people who i put out lists and stuff like these are going to be the ads during the super bowl and you can find them on youtube and all this stuff okay so you don't need the super bowl to watch ads and it's been that way for several years at this point okay i just also people have been publicizing their rejected ads for years now too Mm. and so it makes me wonder if peter put the money into this because they knew it would be rejected right and then they could add an extra layer of sensationality on it and be like look at this y'all they didn't need they rejected this ad it was too hot for the nfl and then you click on it and see that shit so that's my personal belief yeah y'all got animals taking knees don't got knees what the the hell is this i will be eating wings when this commercial comes all of the wings all of the wings all of the wings so i don't know why they even trying to Mm-mm. act like i am not your you can you ain't gonna be able to reach me at all there's gonna be a bunch of people at the at the super bowl parties eating like delicious uh taco dip 
and being like oh man animals that is animals of kaepernick two things we don't give a fuck about right now Mm-mm. kyle kaepernick gonna be watching the super bowl i hope these niggas know all these woke people that's gonna miss it don't kaepernick be watching i guarantee it you know he does you probably be tweeting from his resist programming account anyway all right let's get into the final segment of the show we've gone quite some time let's go straight to sword ratchetness and wrap this thing up guys joe made me think about with his ellen hate mm-hmm. if like ellen dies in a plane crash or some shit you think joe gonna be out there tweeting like she was never shit but evil to me i don't know why y'all crying i hope he not because I, I feel like not. if ellen died everybody would kind of be sad i would be like i was, i hate to break the full the show full circle like this but it feel like maybe everybody would stop bullshitting if something bad happened to ellen and, and we could finally be like okay dog she was trying she wasn't the best and she wasn't the worst and she did she tried to do a lot of good and she also you know was not always able to pull it off i wonder because it feel like the kobe shit taught me like you gotta be authentic and be real about this shit Mm -hmm. you know or at least uh, try to be a little more understanding that's that and that's my goal i now i try my best i got my people too y'all but i really do try my best yeah to be understanding like i would love to see i would love like i don't want to see anything bad happen to anyone really but i I don't know the kobe shit in a weird way gave me hope because i was like people don't always have to be on like no they don't it don't always have to be like fuck this part fuck every fuck these motherfuckers like part of you could be like god damn this is sad like you know what i mean like i was i was low-key hate because you know why because kobe was a dude that a lot of people was hating in quotes and i think that's what it brought to me because i think there's a lot of people that get hated in quotes now because it's fun and it's a good pastime right and and it's like how do i take the thing francesca ramsey wrote in her book this is a huge tangent but francesca ramsey wrote in her book about this youtube person that she used to hate on Mm -hmm. she even joined like a forum Mm -hmm. for people that hated this woman right that community dog right and she was and she had basically built a community out of hating and then when she started her own for for uh foray into youtube and she started to blow up one of the people in the group hated her mm-hmm. and she's there and, and it's knowing they're in the same group and she can read all this shit and then they had an offline meetup at a restaurant or something and that person was just all oh, all oh, just out walking around introducing francesca like they were best friends mm-hmm. oh look at this look at look look friends oh we uh friends she's so good friends thinking the whole time like bitch you don't do nothing but talk shit about me what are you talking about yeah. how we cool face to face is a whole you people don't keep that same but energy. not just not just keep the same energy the opposite energy yes. we love i love friend we support friend oh look at our own little youtube star over here right mm-hmm. and it made me just think like so what's the real you because now i don't know who i'm dealing with you mm-hmm. fake all the time or you fake sometimes or what but and that made friend look at people differently and back up off of them and maybe that's why i'm hesitant sometimes with what we do for a living where i'm like yo i have to be careful with people i have to be careful letting people close to me because i feel like the same capacity that just fucking hate somebody for everything they do mm-hmm. that shit could easily be turned on us of easily course. 
Oh, one comment boy. one episode one joke and now motherfuckers like fuck you too fuck you forever and we've had that happen before. right so it just i don't know i think being on the other side of it i'm cautious of it and i don't want to wreck i try not to buy into it you know and i like i've had celebrities that i like don't fuck with or whatever and i've had to like even let some of that go for myself mm, right not for them mm, i don't know them them. niggas right but for myself because i'm like why do, why am i so obsessed with everything this nigga do is trash you know so it just made me think about that shit but even ellen ellen be trying to help so uh and don't write up here with well what about that one time that's the fucking point i'm making she be trying to help sometimes she fucks up like i don't know everybody i remember another thing speaking of grace let's talk about i remember when paul walker died i had jokes i was clowning and a lot of people were really so, hurt when people when were so upset because I, I, I honestly didn't think nobody cared about him it was i don't know how many years ago this has been but it was a long time ago and we had the podcast at the time mm-hmm. and i remember being like ah ha ha this is hilarious this nigga died racing cars or he thought it was fast food all this shit right and so one of the things with kobe one of the reasons i didn't even get upset with the people that had made jokes about the shit even because i was like i have been there i wouldn't do it now and i do look back and go yeah that was distasteful and i low-key i regret that you know but the same empathy i would have to have for this celebrity i didn't know in death i try to have that same empathy for the people that are you know possibly right where i was eight years ago and now i'm acting like i'm better than them because i'm like i would never do that now but you know i i fucking understand i was there i did that shit i thought that shit was so funny and so look at me i'm i'm fucking being offensive or whatever um you know the only person i really clown when they died that i think was okay is uh joan rivers because she was she she would have loved because uh, that's what she does yeah she would have loved it she would have she, she wrote she was probably up in heaven on heaven's twitter just kidding hell hell only hell has twitter uh laughing at my jokes but anyway um yeah that's what it made me think about man it was like that complete journey and how i've been lucky and blessed and fortunate to even make it this long to be able to have the realizations of like oh maybe this isn't healthy Correct. you know and so it's a process you know i feel some responsibility to pass that shit on at least that perspective because it's not one i see very often i see the opposite perspective all the time fuck everybody be petty right. what about what about this thing this person did in 2005 do, you can't do nothing right don't yeah. help nobody like i said when when people fry and roast people then you have people they literally don't do nothing or they do shit in private because they was like i don't want to deal with y'all yeah and you know what and i and i think also i enjoy our relationship quote unquote with our audience i do too and i think and i mean i'm just spitballing here but maybe i'm already mourning the fact that one day we could lose that because whatever that it there is, could become a time where it's like i can't even talk to the people that consume my work because i've looked at these other celebrities and that's where they at right now right you know ellen can't have no fucking live chat room or no shit like that mm-hmm. ellen you know what i mean and like i said she's one that i think tries as opposed to people that really are you know there's some people that really just you know like i'm sure the breakfast club don't look at what these niggas be saying because it's like mm-hmm. why would i even do that i know i'm about to piss them off right you know but uh it's just interesting to to think about that and maybe that's why i'm so hesitant to try to join in on that shit because i'm like one day that could easily be us if our show continues to be successful you know because you never know what day it is or there may be one day where it's like yo i don't want to be hit with pain when i'm out here trying to do my best and i don't want to be you know roasted for trying to do my best and maybe that's why i err on the side of like 
well this nigga was trying and i have some understanding and empathy for that more than i want to just condemn them to being you know a piece of shit villain so right and it's also and it's also for us you know because me and you have you know talked about this privately but there i know that there are a lot of people that they quote-unquote only fuck with us because we quote-unquote talk about black shit but the second we quote-unquote cross whatever that imaginary line that they've mm-hmm. made in their mind or we quote-unquote get the white gaze or white people start quote-unquote yeah, yeah. right you know so for some of them people it's gonna be like fuck y'all forever i liked it when y'all was quote-unquote underground or small yeah. and nobody knew who you were so you know like i don't know what the future holds but yeah it's one of those things where you almost have to quote unquote prepare yourself for that and it's one of those things where i treasure the moments that we have now for what it is you know and if yeah. it grows and it morphs into something else we just have to morph into something else too and yeah I've just come it won't to be that the, yeah I, I think but yeah because i'll i keep thinking about like my hesitancy when i see shit like that and i think that's what it is it's like oh yeah therefore the grace of god go i because lord knows like i'm not sticking around for niggas to be like wow this nigga didn't pay the whole scholarship man suck I, like i legit Kiss can't my ass right i can't even see that like i can see me right now that's <laughs> right that, it's gonna be that time where they're gonna be like oh no no ma'am no ma'am no ma'am give me your phone right get off the account right because i would tell y'all to suck my whole dick right i would ruin the entire brand in one day because right. i'd be like you ungrateful motherfuckers you know y'all sat around begging for somebody to help this little boy out here i am out of the goodness of my heart lending my big ass platform with millions of viewers to try to be like yo somebody help this boy i'm pleading for his humanity i'm and you niggas talking about some it couldn't have been forty thousand dollars suck my dick they would be like and that's when ellen got canceled so correct i get it i get it correct and i see why you know right wrong grand different why people fucking respond people res- yeah. they're human y'all they're fucking human beings yeah even with terry cruz today it's like he got caught up in believing twitter believed in him and they it you know you can only really know that that doesn't work that way if you're on twitter all the time and i guarantee he not because he well he didn't used to be because you know he was out here making it yeah yeah y'all y'all gonna be mad i'll be one of them people they'd be like well karen did you i uh-uh, i don't know nothing uh uh why she always uh taking pictures of her her feet and where she going out to eat because i probably won't know or give a fuck what none of y'all doing yeah. or care anyway after an arborist wait arrest after an arborist threatened with samurai sword a witness told the otago daily times that the man came out of a house in ulick crest about noon and shouted shut the fuck up at a team of arborists trimming trees by the camp's interest one of the arborists who was using a chainsaw told the witnesses the man threatened him with a samurai sword Ooh, that would have been a good fight sword Ooh. against chainsaw Ooh. the man then went back in the house that's not like a video game there were <laughs> choose your weapon there were other people in the house who left when they realized the police were coming 10 police officers arrived seven carrying rifles fanned out and surrounded the house they must have been on the phone to him giving him instructions which he followed when he came out he walked out of the house with his hands in the air laid down on the ground before being handcuffed and put in a patrol car the whole incident which lasted about 30 minutes was frightening she said a police spokesperson said report of a man actively threatening and frank Active, acting threateningly at Franklin was received at 1205. The man was arrested and no one was injured in the incident. There you go, guys. Well, alright, y'all. That's been your Super Bowl pregame. Um, uh, the blackout <laughs> tips. Yes, it has. We will be watching today to support, uh, Jay-Z and the people that actually care about justice, okay? Mm-hmm. The NFL. They out here trying to help these blacks 
and they're doing commercials and everything and i can't wait to support them and uh all my black brothers and sisters that are involved in the league and those mm-hmm. on the field that still need our support and um you know i would go to Kyler kaepernick's super bowl party if he threw one but i would do so uh if not you know i hope people are going to Shaq super bowl party he's giving all the proceeds to the people the families of the people that were killed in that helicopter crash oh yeah it's important we continue to support these people in these efforts guys okay so we will support you all right all right y'all until next time and i will be wearing my colin kaepernick capitalist shoes that i bought with money how you like them not socialism they heavy karen they heavy like the weight of oppression like the weight of slavery and 400 years of oppression on my feet i can barely drive in these shoes i'm like damn my feet gotta be strong you need slave feet to drive these goddamn shoes on it's, it's just pressing down on the fucking accelerator <laughs> better watch out you're gonna be speeding damn i'm like I message received colin i see you out woo anyway all right y'all we'll talk to y'all tomorrow till then uh oh and uh this too much will be wednesday because there's no episode this week so me and bossy didn't do one last week we'll just do it wednesday uh all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too